Hey, Clarus. My name's Nerdy. I'm Clarus. We get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Thank you for those biddies, Math. Thanks, um, Math. Um, I hated that. Why'd you hate that? Don't do that again. Because <laughs> we were going to do a new intro, and then you threw me off by making it a new, new intro, and I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, our, our intro is usually WhatsApp Internet, and then we would say our names. And now we have decided, for the sake of branding, that we're going to we're gonna stick with Nerdy and Clarus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The patrons found out about this yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the patrons always get things first, because... We love you, patrons. You, we do. We, you you we have no you. idea how much we love you. Truly. But we paid rent yesterday, so... Woohoo! <laughs> we paid our rent! Yay! Go team! <laughs> we are successful adults. Yeah, that's that's what qualifies us. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. How you doing today? I'm doing great. I got my uh, LTTstore.com beanie on. Mm-hmm. We're not sponsored by Simpin, Linus Tech Tips, Simpin but... for my favorite, uh, favorite YouTuber. Um, For real. He's great. Yeah. I'm a big Linus Tech Tips fan. I don't understand most of the videos I watch. Yeah, we watch a lot of their computer videos, mm-hmm. and like we just like pretend that we know the words that they're using, uh, no. hoping that we'll get there eventually. That's what it is. I'm not pretending. Yeah. I'm genuinely listening to try and get smarter about this stuff, because I yeah. care. We are, we are learning. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like I'm going to like computer school through LTTstore.com. Um, <laughs> through YouTube. I love it. Um, but I, I really appreciate like educational, intelligent YouTube content mm-hmm. and I wish that I could make it, but I'm neither educational nor intelligent. So well, you're stuck I, with me going, oh, that's a big monster. I would disagree with you because you do have a degree. So <laughs> in musical theater, let's, let's hold up for a whole damn minute Doesn't here. Doesn't mean you're not I educated. have a degree. <laughs> In musical theater. I only have a diploma in musical theater, so you already got, you got a better piece of paper than I do. I'm just saying. All right? Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I, I did, I, here's the thing. I will say this. I did go to a very expensive university. Did I go to a great university? Oh, jury's We're out. We're still figuring that Jur- out. Jury is out. But I went to a very expensive university, mm-hmm. and I'm aware of it every single month. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now, so am I. Uh, Joe Biden, I just want to say thank you for pushing my student loan payments back to September and uh, making sure I don't have interest until then. <laughs> it's helping me out a great deal. Yes, we appreciate you. I hope you're watching this. Have a good day. Um, How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I like your hair today. Thanks. Yeah. I was in braids yesterday. It's got volume. It does. It does. It doesn't often have volume. Mm-hmm. It's nice when it does. Problem is, like, it won't last. Like, I literally just took the braids out, so it's, like, big and, like, fluffy. But, like, mm-hmm. by the end of the day, it's, there's just... There's nothing we can do. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. It is. I, I, I would never want extensions for length. My mm-hmm. hair is long enough. But I would definitely get extensions for, like, volume. Ooh. Um... <laughs> Maybe one day. All right, y'all, I think that you're here for the news, right? This is a news show. No. Oh, it's not? Mm, no. All right, then no, you no, we just, lead we us just, into our next segment. We just drink tea. What are you drinking today? The what now? The news. Y'all, this is going to be a tough story to do. Ooh, like, on the palate, it's very nice. Like. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to be a wine person. I'm not a wine person. On the palate. 
It's wow. That's that's my impression of um, sommeliers. As, David is deeply offended. As a sommelier, <laughs> I'm not a sommelier. As a wine enthusiast, as someone who enjoys wine quite a bit, um, y'all, this is gonna be a hard story for me to get through because I I am like I just said earlier in this show that you, you are currently watching. I am not intelligent. Oh. And I'm not educational, but this is a bit of a numbers story, but it's also just so funny to me that we have to talk about it. Great. And it's why the title is What the Hell is Happening at GameStop? Love it. So GameStop, mm -hmm. if you don't know, is a store in the United States of America mm -hmm. and a couple of locations elsewhere where you can buy video games, physical copies of a video game. Yep. Which... And also other, like, toys and stuff. Well, but now they become... That wasn't originally the case. Right. The toys started to happen in the late 2000s when digital purchasing became more and more prevalent. Mm -hmm. And we got to the point where we're at now where GameStop is going to go out of business, probably. Um, it's going to be hard to run a company like GameStop for the same reason that it was hard to run a company like Blockbuster. Uh, there are fewer and fewer games that people buy physical copies of yeah and usually when you are buying that disc from the store for the same price that you're buying the digital copy you are essentially just buying a disc that you insert which sets off the download of the game yeah um so it's the same thing as those little plastic tags that you bought that are like the gift cards for like xbox the xbox store but that's yeah. what it is you know mm -hmm. what i mean um and so game pass isn't doing great GameStop. GameStop, sorry. Game Pass is doing very well, actually. Um, as we learned from the Xbox investor call yesterday, but uh, GameStop is not doing great. Mm -hmm. And yet, inexplicably, two days ago, the GameStop stock hit its all-time high. It did this at a time when most GameStops are closed. Like, GameStops in person are closed. Yeah. And so, what happened... And this is why this is where this gets really complicated. Okay. So there's a there's a concept in, um, there is a concept in stock trading called uh -huh. shorting, where you borrow a stock from someone that you think is about to um, collapse. Um, I don't I don't here's the problem I don't understand how this works. Right. But basically, We're not stocks <laughs> basically everyone was saying that. Um, GameStop, GameStop is dead. Is dead. Mm -hmm. And so, a bunch of Wall Street Redditors decided to artificially inflate the price by buying it. Okay. And so, the price went up and up and up and up and up. And basically, what this means is that the people who were shorting GameStop stock, mm -hmm. who had borrowed other people's stocks and were trading it mm -hmm. in order to make a profit off of it, had to cover the cost of the stock going up. And so they're essentially on the hook for money that never existed in the first place. And so these Redditors are trying to force these um, Wall Street shorters uh -huh. into having to cover the cost of their short. And okay. so they are hoarding this GameStop stock at a artificially inflated price. Now, this all sounds insane. I know. It's insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But GameStop, it set a record at... Um, $65 was an all-time high. Yesterday, it was at $145. What? Yes. So, it's it's more than doubled. Um, what? Yeah. 
Uh, and uh, Deep, I don't want to say his name, but Deep Effing Value, the Redditor instrumental in starting this whole thing, reported that he's now up to $22 million on his original investment in GameStop. What? Because the stock has blown up so much. Now, you're probably thinking, oh, I should probably go buy GameStop stock because it's inflating and it's blowing up. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Here's the problem, all right? Uh-huh. This is a hundred percent artificial. This yeah. isn't real. Yeah. This is this is going to collapse under the weight of itself pretty soon. Yeah. Because this can't last. Yeah. It can't keep. It can't keep happening. Um. And so, th- this is they've artificially made GameStop a viable Wall Street trading asset for a couple of days, yeah. while the company is literally. In shambles. Well, yeah, yeah. Like they're, you know. I don't think. I actually don't COVID. think GameStop is going to go away. Um, I think that GameStop is going to survive as an online retailer. Uh-huh. Um, they just brought in um, an online retail, a, a new member of the board of directors who uh, has had previous success turning companies into on time online stores. Okay. Um, and you know, I don't think that Sony wants to directly sell PlayStation fives to the consumer. I think that no. Sony would rather leave that up to a GameStop or yeah. Best Buy. Um, Best Buy is probably GameStop's biggest problem in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if GameStop can figure out how to do the trade-ins through the mail, yeah, um, I think that GameStop actually has an option to be a like a website that you go to buy used games, mm-hmm. um, which which could be maybe a viable path forward for them. But I do think the majority of brick and mortar GameStop stores are going to close within the next couple of years. Yeah, um, especially now that the PS Five has a digital only version. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not good for GameStop. I'm gonna miss it because I like to. I love GameStop. I, yeah. I like the social atmosphere of talking about video games there. But I would love. Here's the thing. I would love. You know your like local game stores that sell cards and board mm-hmm. games and stuff. I would love it honestly if like that was kind of all in one place. Like if they hmm. if they merged together and you could go. It was a one stop shop for your Pokemon cards and your board games and your video games. That's kind um, of what GameStop is now, though. Well, but they don't really have... Like, they have a couple things. I mean, like, buying and selling individual Pokemon cards or Magic cards. And, like, the, See, that, the, the board games and, like, the... The problem with that is that buying and selling individual Pokemon cards and Magic cards is, like, a per-shop thing. Yeah. That There's no, like... A corporation struggles with that because there's no metric by which they can judge the price of those. Yeah. Um, and so it's easier for, like, a smaller store to have their own prices for something like that mm-hmm. than it is for, like, a corporation. Because then the corporation yeah. has to have a, like, rolling index of how much every single thing is worth. Yeah. Um, and that that just becomes really complicated on a big scale. Yeah, I guess. I just, like, I hate to see... I mean, for us, it's EB Games no. in Canada. But I hate to see that, like, go away and, you know, I feel like it would get there eventually but um rock Mitch has gamestop would just make every Pokemon card 200 dollars, but you would trade it in for like 36 cents yeah and then they would resell it for 200 dollars. yeah i don't know it would just be like it would just be nice to still be able to get the physical because co- i know people who like collect you know they have shelves mm-hmm. of games and movies and stuff like that and like it yeah it's kind of sad i'm a fan of physical media look i i I love my physical media i'm Mm -hmm. i'm i would be sad if physical media went away yeah um i know that i was really excited to hear that some of the upcoming nintendo switch games like i'm pretty sure um super mario 3d bowser's fury 
um, if you buy the physical copy, there's no additional download data. Yeah. Um, everything you need to play the game is on the card, mm -hmm. um, which I think is awesome. And I love when that is still happening. Mm -hmm. um, but the real, realistically, the situation we're in is that a lot of games aren't like that. A lot of games don't come on their physical media. Yeah. Because, you know, Call of Duty, what? Call of Duty, Black Ops, War Modern Warfare 17, look at the gun parts. Um, it's a weird title, but uh, I've heard it's a good game. Um, the it's what like 250 gigabytes for the 4k edition yeah i don't even know they're not going to send you a 250 gigabyte ssd hard drive as the physical media of a game you know what i yeah. mean like that would be insane yeah um so i just don't know i don't know what they would do yeah i get it it's just makes me sad it's going to be a slow death but like all these unless they reinvent themselves and maybe they do maybe gamestop becomes the like nerdy like clothing retailer that people want yeah, or maybe they become the like the like a tabletop mogul where you can go in and they like arrange games. And yeah, I mean it's it's really they're they're just going to have to come up with something new because what they're doing now isn't working. Despite the fact that these redditors have just just I, I get it. They're trying to break the they're trying to break the old model. They want to show that Wall Street's BS and all that stuff. Yeah, I totally I get, get what they're it. trying to do, but. But just don't go buy stocks in GameStop right now. Um, I also want to get into this paragraph of um, this story from Kotaku that says, Some on the Wall Street Bets subreddit are now frantically asking one another what the exit plan is. Um, others are holding fast intent on using this as a moment to stick to the big hedge funds. Here's, here's the problem, right? Now they've artificially inflated this price. And they're buying they, they're buying all of this stock. And they mm -hmm. have all this. They have these $145 stocks. Yeah there's no one to sell them to and so all these guys and ladies and and bees i'm you know i'm sure it's across the spectrum yeah um all of these people who have done this have put themselves in a position where i think they're all gonna lose money yeah and i think that gamestop after this might end up actually lower than when it, when they started yeah they might end up like being worse off rubber band so i i think that a lot of people might lose money over this mm -hmm. in like a really dumb we, we stuck it to the system kind of way. Yeah. Rock Mage says, ironically, now might be a nice time to short the stock. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about stocks really to, like, comment on it. It just doesn't seem like it's going to work out for anybody. I'm not going to lie. When I'm reading the article about it, I feel like I understand it. And then as soon as... So you should try to explain it to someone you realize you have no clue. Here, Which, I'm like... going to... I feel like we haven't explained what shorting is. So I'm going to look it up. And we're going to try and figure this out together live on the morning show. Shorting a stock. Okay, here's here's what it is. Shorting, or short selling, is when an investor borrows shares and immediately sells them, hoping he or she can scoop them up later at a lower price, return them to the lender, and pocket the difference. Oh, so you think it's about to collapse, right? Uh -huh. So you so your say your friend has 10 stocks, and right now they're worth $30, but tomorrow yeah. you think they're going to be worth $20. Yeah. So you take those 10 stocks, you sell them, mm -hmm. you take that $30 each. Then when they're at $20, you buy them again, and then you give them back to your friend. Right, right, right. So your friend loses money. Rude. But you've made money. I guess. That is insane. Now would be a great time to short the stock. I just don't, like, I've never understood stocks at all. Like, I it's not something that, like, I can even begin to hold a torch to. Like, I just... <laughs> um, Ironically, it's... So people... There are people who are, sh who they have to have done this to short the stock. So they are shorting the stock in a reaction to the fact that other people intended to short the stock. 
And so they're, they are, they have become that which they hate most. The, these these Wall Street bets people who have tried to rail against the system of shorting are shorting now, and they are what they became. They are Harvey Dent. They are <laughs> oh, see God. the Wall Street is the Joker, and these 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 Wall Street bets people they are Harvey Dent, and I believe in Harvey Dent usually, but in this case, you're this is not going to go well for anyone. No, this sounds like a mm, hot mess. So, uh, yeah, in a few days, we'll probably have more news on this. Oh, I can't wait. Um, Rock, uh, Hardcore Soft Popcorn says, I need to take a Billion.org class on this. Yeah, for real. Well, that was a ride. <clears throat> yeah, I told you it would be. Yeah, my brain hurts a little bit. Do you, like... do you have, like, a really good GameStop memory? EB Games? Yeah, or EB Games. I've never really been to a GameStop. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. They, like, they've been EB Games here as long as I can remember. Do you have a good EB Games story, then? Not really. Hmm. I kind of just go in to, like, look and, like, enjoy. But, like, I don't have any, like, stories. I, so, uh, there's an EB Games on 34th Street in New York. Um, and, or, sorry, there's a GameStop on 34th Street in New York. And I remember the night that Super Smash Brothers came out for the Nintendo Switch, mm -hmm. um, they had a midnight release party. Right. And so I went with a couple friends, and we went to the GameStop. And the GameStop there is two floors. Um, right. There's a basement, um, which is the Think Geek store, which is all this, like, nerdy apparel. Mm -hmm. And so they at, like they closed at, like, 10. And so we were all just hanging out outside. There's a hero car. Like, there's food. Um, it, so everyone's, like, drinking coffee. Like, it was fun. People... The, passing flasks around mm -hmm. um and so there was like the kids section and then the adult section and so they opened the doors at like 11 50 mm -hmm. and we were you know we were very organized we went in we bought the games and then all the kids kind of left and then all the adults sat down on the floor of this GameStop, and we just kind of played super we like all booted up the game and we're playing against each other on uh -huh. the floor of this GameStop until, like, the, the manager kept... The, he sent his employees home, which I thought was really cool. And he was like, I'm going to stick around. If you guys want to play, let's play. Um, and so this manager, like, stuck around with us until 3 o'clock in the morning. And we were all just sitting on the floor of this GameStop playing Super Smash Brothers. Wow. Um, and it was... It was so fun. I It was really... It was a really cool night. Mm -hmm. We all ended up buying a bunch of other stuff, you know. Yeah, um, oh, for Amiibo. Sure. I think he sold out of all the Amiibos. Like, he, I, the manager was smart. Like, he ended up making a lot of money. For sure. Um, and we, the, the, the flasks were being passed around. And, like, oh, it was a good night. It was really fun. Yeah, I've never been to, like, a release of a video game. Oh, really? Yeah. I've been to a few. Yeah, when I was when I was a kid, um, we went to, like, book releases, but we, we didn't really go to video game releases. Harry and Potter. Yeah. Um, pretty much. And then <clears throat> when, and then, yeah, and then when I moved out, uh, there's no way I could afford to buy, like, a AAA title on, yeah. like, day one. So, yeah, I've never been to yeah, one. Yeah, same. I've never prioritized the money I made towards that and not food. Well, you know, I, I, I was trying <clears throat> to feed two people, so. <laughs> this, see, this is why I worked in restaurants. <laughs> I would take, I wouldn't have to buy food because I would take home food from the restaurant and then I would spend all my money on video games. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but like you were working at a restaurant where you made good tips and I made $30. Ooh, not, not in the beginning. No, I was a food runner in the beginning. I mean, yeah, like, but still, even like I've <laughs> like I I when I worked at Chibo, like the food runner tips were like not bad. Like I'm telling you, when I worked at Swish LA, and I am saying this, like people don't tip at Swish LA, and it's so frustrating because your server does way more work for you than 
any other restaurant because they have to make your desserts, mm. make your salads, make your drinks, make some of your appetizers, mm-hmm. and then run it all and take your orders and clean up the... Like, oh. it's... Yeah. No other restaurant I've ever heard of, it, like, makes their servers make desserts and salads and apps and... I've drinks. never made a dish in a restaurant. Ever. I've, I've never, yeah. like, I've never been allowed to touch food until Chef said it was one, until it was plated and done. Yeah, no, this was not that no. at all. Um, um, I've worked at, I've worked at restaurants that let me, like, if the plate was dirty, I was allowed to fix the presentation. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. But that's the closest I've ever come. Mm-hmm. You know what's wild? <laughs> Speaking of people who don't tip, it is funny. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say any specifics, because mm-hmm. I don't want to say anything that's, like, gonna be controversial. Mm-hmm. But it is weird when you start being a waiter, mm-hmm. and the stereotypes you hear about people that don't tip, um, like, you feel, you're, you go into a wait, being a waiter being like, nah, that's, that's not gonna be true. Like, it's just, like, BS. And then really quickly you're like, oh yeah, like people under the age of like 21 who are either people who have worked as a server who tip or people who have never worked as a server who don't tip. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, literally. Um, and that's the only, that's the only stereotype I'm going to get into because there's a lot of, you know, yeah. I don't want to, but it is funny as a waiter because I've been, you know, I've been a waiter for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are just tables that you walk up to and you're like, I'm going to give you my best and you're going to give me nothing, and we're both going to be okay with it. Yep. Yep. You just kind of have to accept that it uh, comes with a job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why, That's why. like, certain restaurants have better waiters, and it's because they're restaurants that have a clientele. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's... it's. Yep. Is it the egg or the chicken? You know what I mean? Have you ever worked at a restaurant that pooled tips? Uh, yeah, yeah. Beko. Beko's a oh, pool Oh, right. You, you yeah. did tell me that. Um, I'm, I don't... Here's the thing. I, if it's a restaurant where everyone's making money, here's the thing. I actually like pool tipping. Um, and the reason for that is that um, customers are racist. And I would, uh, I'm just going to say it. I was one of the highest tipped waiters in my restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of the reason why I was one of the highest tipped waiters in my restaurant is because I was a white man. Yeah. And I would, I was not one of the best waiters in my restaurant. In fact, the best waiters in my restaurant were almost all Albanian, and they had accents, and they would get lower tips because of it, even though they were white. And the Hispanic waiters in my restaurant would get lower tips. And so the, I felt like the pool tipping balanced that out a little bit. Yeah. And it allowed other people who I worked with, who I loved, and who I cherished, and who were were only being paid less than me by our customers because of the color of their skin, Mm -hmm. Um, it, it balanced that out a little bit, and it frustrated me. Um, yeah. that that was the case. Yeah. Um, but in that situation, I did not mind that I was making less than what I was being tipped mm-hmm. because it was going towards people I cared about and people I worked with and people who were there for me. You know what I mean? Like that restaurant functions as a team and I yeah. was a hundred percent on board with that team. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, 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 you know, I, I, I believe that strongly. There, there is a serious issue in the, in, in New York, New York has a problem with this. I mean, I'm assuming elsewhere, but I don't know firsthand, mm-hmm. um, where people are less are are less likely to give the 20% tip to someone of color, um, yeah. and that's just that's the reality of the world. Yeah. Um, and it's it's unfair and it sucks. And so in that situation, I, like I never complained about it because I was like, you know what, like. Yeah, well, it makes sense, especially yeah. if you're working as a cohesive team. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. yeah. How did we get to restaurants? 
stocks. I uh, yeah I we don't, went from I don't... stocks to GameStop. Um, from so so we went from GameStop GameStop stocks to GameStop experiences to some you said tipping at some point. Oh yeah, right. Because I was like I could never afford to buy a video game. Boom! Like, we figured it. it out. That was it. Should we, we got talk there. about something else? Let's do it. What other news have we got? That's it. The only news story of the day. Um, no, we we have some weird uh, Godzilla versus King Kong news, y'all. Yeah. Um, they pushed back. Um, but barely. Barely. Here, here, here's the story. So Godzilla, we talked about it a few days ago, pushed forward two months yeah. uh, to March 25th. Yeah. Or 26th? To March 26th. Um, and so... The, the 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 movie was supposed to come out uh, in May, and now it's on March twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. And then they announced that they're actually pushing it back, um, and to March thirty first. Yeah. So what's interesting about this is a couple of things. First of all, it was coming out on a Friday. Now it's coming out on a Wednesday. Yeah. Um, second of all, the international release date has not changed, and the film will still release internationally on March twenty sixth, and it will release domestically. Uh, in in the United States and on HBO Max on March 31st. So, if our movie theaters are open, we'll be able to see this before everyone in the States, which is fun. Wow, um, okay. Um, but for some reason they pushed it back. Some people are saying that the reason it pushed back might be because the Snyder Cut is going to come out on the 26th. Yeah, it's rumored. But I do not think that they would put these up five days apart from each other. I think they would want to keep them one month apart for um, yeah. HBO Max subscriptions. So I don't know. I, I I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. It's it it is it is interesting. Yeah, that's such a random like five days is nothing. Yeah, it's I, it's a weird move. I don't understand why. There has yeah. to be a reason though. Yeah, we may never learn the reason. Because mm-hmm. I, yeah, even if Snyder Cut was coming out, oh, but also like, wouldn't they have thought about that before changing the? This just seems so weird. Either somebody, like, didn't think things through at all. Yeah. Or, no, that's that's it. That That's what happened. But someone somebody screwed up and was like, guys, I, it's wrong. It's actually the 31st. Like. No, because here's the thing. They, the international release is still the 26th. Yeah. So, the, around the world, you'll still be able to catch this um, movie around uh, on the 26th. I think it might have to do with... It's punishment. No, I honestly think it might be the um, turnover dates for people's subscriptions. You mean, like, they want people whose, like, subscription ends on the 30th to have to continue? Because Wonder Woman was on the 25th. So if you bought three months... When or I and, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's not what it is at all. Sneaky. But I I feel like there might be some sort of they're looking at the HBO Max numbers and yeah. they're trying to figure out what the audience the best. I honestly think this whole move has nothing to do with theaters. They don't care about theaters. They've made yeah. that very clear. Um, I think they're trying to put this movie on the date where it retains the most people for the following month, and they're going to continue to make their dates about HBO Max. Wow. Which means that they're going to get caught in a cycle of not putting out their dates the best day for theaters. Yeah. So when theaters do open up, they might get kind of screwed by this. Oh, and they're not already being screwed? Like. No, Warner Brothers is not being screwed right now. The movie theaters are. 
I'm no, saying I mean, that like, the Warner Brothers is no Warner Brothers. They're they're, they're making money. Like, no, no, I mean the movie theaters are, yeah. are, are are being screwed over. But who knows if the movie theaters even again. make it to opening up again? You know what I mean? If there's no movies in April or May, I think some of them will. I hope so. You know, not all the movie theaters. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely hopeful. So. Um, we did actually. Uh, this brings us into our next story, though, mm-hmm. which is actually about HBO Max subscriptions. Yeah. Um, because they've doubled. Um, for Wonder since Woman? September. Since so, September. Um, this is according to AT and T's quarter four report, mm-hmm. which is uh, October, November, and December. Um, uh, the uh, AT and T said the release. Uh, this is coming from Variety. Uh, AT&T said the release of Wonder Woman 1984 helped HBO Max double activations to 17.2 huh. million in the fourth quarter. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they call them activations because some people get HBO Max from their HBO Go subs- or from their HBO television subscription. Oh, okay. Um, and so this is people who aren't getting it that way because oh, okay, apparently gotcha. um, there are 41.5 million combined HBO Max and HBO US subscribers. Sorry, 40. 40. Point, 41.5 million. Which is up from 34.6 the year before. Yeah. So they're up by 7 million there. Yeah. Um, and they've gone from, uh, I think they're at 8.4 million activations at the end of September, another up to 17.2. So they've hmm. doubled in the third quarter of last year uh, with the announcement that all of this year's movies would be on HBO Max day of with release. Yeah. Um, they have managed to double uh, their HBO Max activations. Damn. Um, which means that um, they are making money. But they've also said they, they've poured about two, uh, 800 million in HBO Max in the fourth quarter of last year. Um, and uh, they put more than $2 billion into the streaming service last year. Uh, and so 17.2 million subscribers is not going to cover the cost of that. Yeah. Uh, it just isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it does look like as they head into their global releases, hopefully this year, if they can roll out uh, this service through more of the world, get more subscribers. It does look like they might they, they might have a path to becoming profitable on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, and uh, they were undoubted. Uh, this says they were undoubtedly boosted by Warner Media's deals in the fourth quarter to distribute HBO Max on Roku, which apparently is not going well. No. Well, apparently the Roku app is like the worst possible app for this. But... Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, like. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like the the quickest way to turn people off. Mm-hmm. If I get frustrated and I can't use it, I'm done. That's it. I'm not going to try. Like, yeah. you know, there are so many other things in my life that I want to put effort into. Learning how to use your app is not one of them. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but looking at those numbers, it does look like there is, um, you know, the, the fear that HBO Max would struggle from streaming fatigue and that it wouldn't be able to find an audience because people don't want another streaming service. I don't think that that is uh, super valid. I think that we're seeing yeah. that people are going to sign up for this service. Yeah. Um, I would have it if we were in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 it, we'll probably get it when it comes here. Cause there's a lot coming out on it that we want to talk about for the shows that we do and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so it, it is tough. It, it's a weird sort of position that we're all in with this international, not international thing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it seems to be going, it seems to be going well for HBO Max. Uh, the question is at what cost for the larger entertainment industry? Yeah, it doesn't look good. Oh, man. I'm still, like, that's so sneaky, The them shifting the date, if that's why. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I wouldn't be surprised either, and that's why I'm kind of like, ugh, gross. Um, the day they pulled One Woman 84, Dark Dispatch is saying, 
uh, about the Roku app. The day they pulled Wonder Woman 84, none of the video worked. I could listen to shows. I could read subtitles. It's just a black screen. What do you, what wow. do you mean the, the day they pulled um, Wonder Woman 84 off of the HBO Max? Of HBO Max? Yeah. Everything, all the other shows on HBO Max stopped working? Yeah. That's wild. The Roku app is bad, yeah. Yeah, that's... Dark Digital says it might officially be worse than the CBS app now. Well, it's a good thing the CBS app doesn't exist. In, well, I mean, it does for another month, but... Yeah, it won't exist anymore. Get that Paramount Plus! Oh my god, there's so many. <clears throat> like, ugh, it's gonna be so hard to keep track of. Yeah, yeah. And they're all pluses, which makes it annoying. Yeah. Like, I kind of liked when it was Netflix and Hulu and... Yeah. Yeah, when I when Quibi. Disney Plus, well, R.I.P. Disney Plus wasn't the first. No, no, I, it's just like like I was like Disney Plus. I was like you you had an opportunity, could be a cool name here. Yeah. Disney Plus. Okay. ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, <clears throat> um, Screen Junkies had Screen Junkies Plus, which was their failed. Oh God, that was such a disaster for them. Yeah. Um. Good shows, though. Kevin Smith had a show on there where he, like, unboxed toys. It was very cool. Um, That's fun. I was... <laughs> I was one of the people who had Screen Junkies Plus. Um, there was a time. Shocked. There was a time. Um, Monday Night Raw. I mean, look. There were there were shows on there. There were... It was it was a good time. If you say so. Um, and I was the one person who watched them. <laughs> they, the, the good news is all the people who worked on that now have a good sense of humor about it. Where they kind of are like... Yeah, we were the first people to try the streaming service thing, and good luck. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What 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 is the streaming service that doesn't currently exist that you would be interested in? Uh, I don't. You don't want like um Tolkien Plus? That's just the extended just editions the of Lord, Lord of the Rings. Ring? Like what? I have the DVDs. Yeah, I know, but we don't have the 4K Blu-rays. Okay, but we also so don't like, have a 4K TV. I mean, so you like, know what? You know what? That That's that's so sad. I'm sorry. Why don't, why don't we have a 4K TV? Because we're poor. We make online content. <laughs> yeah, there's already, wow. like... There's... Star Wars Plus. No, it's Hard Disney. Hardcore Popcorn, that's, that's Disney. It's literally Disney. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, something, and I'm like, no. Here's the thing that Disney does that HBO Max doesn't get yet. You own the content. Leave it on your streaming service. Disney's really smart about the fact that you all the Star Wars stuff is there. Warner Brothers keeps... What are you doing? There's, f like, fluff in your beard. Oh, my God. Like, balls you, of fluff. Um, HBO Max keeps pulling its DCEU movies off of HBO Max. And I'm like, stop. Leave them up. You own them. Why are you doing this? Yeah, I don't get it. I really don't understand. <laughs> Maybe they just don't have enough space. Lord of the Rings is on HBO Max. Wait, Rockmate, does HBO Max have the extended cuts or is it just the theatricals? If it's the theatricals, don't bother. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't need HBO Lord Max the doesn't have the extended edition? Why? Why would you even put the theatricals available? Who Why? watches the theatricals? That's a good question. Who? Who? Somebody tell me. We need to we need to find out. We need to find these people. I'm we gonna, need to scour oh, the internet. We need to create a subreddit. That needs to be our YouTube content. Is us trying to trying find to find the people who watch the non-extended the theatrical editions of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it'll be a TikTok series of us and it'll be us every day in a different location. Day 1 trying to find who watches <laughs> Excuse me, watches. sir. Excuse me, sir. Have you seen the Lord of the Rings? <laughs> it'll be our Billy on the street, but it's just us going up to people with a microphone outside be like, "Hi." 
Have, do you watch the theatrical editions of The Lord of the Rings? People be like, what the hell is going on? That's a checklist for those who enter nerd hell. Oh my god. I just don't understand. <clears throat> yeah, like, it's like people gonna... who prefer Superman 2 over the Donner Cut. And I'm like, no. The Donner Cut is superior. It's not unfinished, but it is a superior film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> what? <laughs> don't look at me like that. <clears throat> You know what my favorite thing about the Richard Donner Superman films is? It's the way that uh, Marlon Brando says Krypton. It brings what? Yeah, he doesn't say Krypton. Krypton? He says Krypton. And oh, um okay. he's And nobody corrected him? It's like um Benedict no. Cumberbatch and Penguins. Just nobody corrected him? Yeah, he just says Krypton. Penguins. That's funny too. Alright. Alright. Um Well we found someone, actually, Rock Mage. Um, his girlfriend, apparently. It, uh, has never seen the extended editions? Until they watched them together. Wow, that's... A, that, Rock Mage, I'm glad you fixed that. Yeah, you, you did, you've done good work. Well done. Thank um, you. But says there are more than 200 different streaming services in the U.S. Alright, how many can you name? Right now. Ten or less. Really? Yeah. Oh, I can, I think I can pop 20 off the top of my head. Of streaming? Apps? Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Here we go. Here we go. No, I got this. I got this. All right. <clears throat> I, I, I got to hit 20, okay? Uh, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus. Um, what is that bird called? Twitter? No, 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 no. The, 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 the fl- not the flamingo, the... Peacock. Thank you. Peacock, <laughs> ESPN Plus, Quibi doesn't exist anymore, but it's on Roku now, so I think it exists. Um... Are we, are we only counting paid ones or free ones? I'm assuming 200 includes free and paid. Oh, okay. Well, then it's easy because then you have like CW app. I'm not even going to try and do this. I, it's too, I can't remember which ones I've already said. HBO Max. Um, Shudder. There's... I could just start saying things and you would just say that they're real. I'd be like, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the ones I use, I think. Amazon Prime. That's another one. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Amazon. Um, that, that's about it. I, I don't know any other additional ones that are in America, anyways. I mean, we have Crave here, but... Yeah, we have Crave, but that's just Canadian HBO. Yeah. That's There's so gotta be wild. more. I, I actually thought I was gonna be able to name more than I just did. That's what I mean. I'm like, mm. I, no, I can name, like, five. Weird. Weird. F1 TV? NBA TV? Jesus. This Oh, WWE... Plus, I think, or WWE, there's a WWE one, Crunchyroll, the anime one. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Fubo. What? Tubi? Tubi. What are, no, there, no, no. There, Curiosity there, stream. No, they're Rock, just, you're just making, throwing stuff No, I think Tubi's real. No, it can't be. No, I'm pretty sure Tubi no, is real. it can't be. No, I'm pretty sure it is. I don't believe that. I'm sorry. Curiosity stream is not a real thing. You all are liars. Yeah, Tubi is real. Tubi is the leading free premium on-demand video streaming app. We have the largest library of content with over 20,000 movies and television shows. I mean, it's free, though. Tubi is basically just like a collection of free stuff to get you to watch ads. Fubo is real, too. Oh, my God. Wow. wow Do Hoopla and Canopy count? <laughs> I guess then, in this case, there's also like Plex is kind of in that world. What? Dark Dispatch has Tubi, yeah. Oh my god, this is so funny. Hoopla? Wild. Hoopla's hilarious. Canopy with a K? I mean, like, 
You know, you know that TikTok that's like, uh, name something that isn't racist but seems like it might be? Canopy spelt with a K seems like it might be a little racist. Yeah, like I don't know why, but I just feel awkward about it. You can't change C's to K's anymore without people being like, ooh, I don't know, Funimation. Funimation is legitimate. Pluto TV is a thing. Sling TV? Sling TV is a subscription service. Pokemon TV? Pokemon TV is just episodes of Pokemon. But yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. What else would it be? Voodoo? Guys, Wait, I have Voodoo. Are you guys just Googling these? But isn't Voodoo an, an app that you buy game buy? Yeah, but misguided. Mortal Kombat's a little racist. Sorry about a little, it. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little they, bit. They've, they've done a better job in the more modern games. Yeah. Uh, the original games are a little, like, uh, questionable. Crackle? Oh, Crackle. What is Crackle? That's another one. I don't know any of these. DC what? Universe does not exist anymore. Yes, it does. It is now a... It's comic books. It's a comic books. And But right. in that case, there's also um, Marvel Unlimited, which is another streaming service of, video, of just comic books. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. Wait, well, it still has the animated shows? Those aren't on HBO? I'm so confused. What? I'm so, I'm so confused. Wow. Well, do we have any more news? Yeah. Babu Frick is going to be a playable character in the new Star Wars Lego game. Yay! Hey! Hey! Babu! So that's what I'm excited about. I'm sorry, yeah. this show went off the rails, y'all. We just started naming streaming services. <laughs> and you know what? We had fun doing it. Oh, man. I like Shudder. Here's the thing about Shudder. My wife can't watch any horror. And so we don't watch a lot of horror in the house because it's like... um, Just because it's like not worth it. Yeah, I mean, we watch Pan's Labyrinth together and that's about... It. That's yeah. what as close as I'll go. So it's not worth it because I can't like I'm not gonna watch horror movies while you stream. So I'll watch I'll watch new horror movies when they come out and stuff. But like we don't watch a lot of horror in the house, so it's not worth it to pay for it. I actually had Savvy. a. You wanna know what's funny? What? I was given a free year of Shutter um, at Comic Con at the Shutter booth. I like spun a wheel and I got a free year of Shutter. Yeah. I never used it once. Yeah, you told me that. <laughs> what a tragedy. I, my friend my friend was um working the booth. She was like the booth girl. Um and <laughs> I won. Legitimately, she didn't cheat, I promise. I you know, Boy Scouts, hand to God, swear. She did not cheat. Um but yeah, I got this free year of shutter and I did not watch one thing on it the entire year. That's sad. I was busy. I'm sure you were. There's a cool suspense movie called uh, oh filmed in Muskoka. I thought it was called Muskoka. Muskoka would be a good title for a horror film. Yeah. A Discovery of Witches has been really good. See, Liza Bear, I get that. I'm just not going to buy another streaming service right now. It's not worth There's it. There's so many. I also don't know if I we can't. can get Shutter in Canada. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Y'all, that, that was mostly our opinions on streaming services, but that was also the news. It was the news. We did it. Um, Y'all, thank you so much for a great show. We are always here, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, doing this morning show. If you caught this on our YouTube page... Page. If you if you watch this on YouTube or if you listen to it on our podcast feed, please uh, come join us live. It's a lot of fun. We mostly hang out with the chat. We say we're not going to talk to them, but then we end up talking to them. It's like we love oh, you guys. We love you guys. Hopefully, this was coherent for the podcast listeners. Um, <laughs> y'all, thank you so much for a great show. We will be back tomorrow. We're also both going to be on the internet today. You're streaming. Over at twitch.tv slash clarstracaris. What you playing? <clears throat> we're going to continue our Pokemon Emerald Ooh. game. And I will be back tomorrow, or I will be back tonight 
-hmm. but not on my channel. No. Uh, I will be on Azura Bee's channel. We're going to be playing some uh, Ultimate Werewolf in character. It's going to be a full improv show. Uh, that's at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Azura Bee's channel. Uh, I'm really excited. This is like the this is like the first like public acting thing I've done in almost a year, which is like really actually over a year because I never did I never performed Jersey. No, right. well first night, but yeah, uh, wow. First night wasn't really acting. So I'm really excited to do that tonight. Hopefully you'll come check that out over on uh, Twitch.tv/AzuraB. And um, yeah, anything else you want to plug? No, that's it. All right, y'all. Well, in that case, uh, there's something we always say. What what is it? Do something nerdy tonight. Right. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye-bye.